everybody. Welcome back to the Ohioan Podcast Network. Craig Schaub here with Bob Garber. And it's sort of a special day, Bob. It's always great to see you, but it's uh, in the movie world. It's kind of like Christmas Day because it's uh, Oscar nomination day. Uh, they just finished up the Oscar nominations. Uh, not every single category, but very many, many categories. No, I think they got every category. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, I guess they did, yeah. Um, I was, I guess they, you know, when they get to the short films and everything, then they definitely have gotten everything. So um, did anything stand out to you uh, after, uh, you know, there's 10 Best Picture nominations? Um, anything stand out that uh, that maybe either excited you or maybe drew your ire? Um, I was disappointed we um, we didn't get the um, the Ariana DeBose, Rita Marino showdown for, uh, for West Side Story in Supporting Actress. That was... Uh, Kind of a disappointment, although uh, no disrespect to the to the um, four non West Side Story actresses who were nominated. Um, House of Gucci was uh, was slated to do better with the nominations, but it, it really didn't. And I guess I can't say that's a surprise, given that um, given that the movie didn't do all that well with critics. Um, otherwise, uh, it seems to be a lot that was expected. Unless I'm overlooking something, anything surprise you? You know, I. I maybe a little bit of a surprise i would you know house of gucci seemed to be trending in you know the direction like jared leto and you know people think seem to think that house leto of actually gucci. got a razzie nomination got yes, he did. Too. yeah yeah um you know i i think i i guess i i shouldn't have been surprised but i was a little surprised that don't look up uh snuck into best picture although i think um you know once you realize there's going to probably be 10 this year it seems like the Academy really favors Adam McKay, whether his movies are worthy of Oscar nominations or not. Um, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, Flea was sort of an interesting surprise being nominated in um, international film, being nominated in uh, documentary and, in, of course, an animated film. So three sort of a triple threat category for Flea, which I I think it's safe to say that that's never been done before by a film. So that's pretty, uh, it's a pretty interesting honor to be uh, bestowed upon that film. Something I can't yeah, not, wait to watch. Not, not categories that typically overlap. Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, maybe a little surprised. It seemed like Dune was in every category. Um, yes. Not that I didn't expect it to be, um, but Dune certainly, you know, won its fair share of nominations, probably getting over double digits at this point, I would I would have to imagine. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, overall, a little bit what I expected, you know, maybe a little surprised that Nightmare Alley made it in there, squeezed its way into Best Picture as well. I, I didn't know. I mean, obviously, Guillermo del Toro is generally favored by the Academy, but, um, you know, it wasn't like Nightmare Alley blew a lot of people away or made a ton of money at the box office to, to try to bring in a different audience for the Academy Awards. So, you know, uh, good for Del Toro and Bradley Cooper as the you know producers on that. But a little surprised that Nightmare Alley snuck its way into the best picture list. Um, I'll see the um, other um, best picture nominee that kind of surprised me was uh, Drive My Car. Um, yeah. Just because it's a it's a foreign language film, and I know that those movies have an uphill battle. Although, of course, Parasite won uh, what was it three years ago? Yeah, two. Uh, yeah, sorry, two years ago. 
Yeah, you know, I, I'm seeing some, you know, early Twitter buzz here. Tick, tick, boom. Uh, seemed to, to not really, you know, sneak its way into as many categories as other as, as some people figured. Um, so, you know, obviously that's that's maybe one that I guess you could consider not a snub necessarily, but I know some people thought it was trending in that in, in a better direction for more categories, especially maybe a best picture if they were going to have 10 best pictures. But that's the kind of movie that probably got you know left out because you have nightmare alley you have don't look up drive my car certainly you know snuck its way into best picture although not, i shouldn't say snuck its way in because it makes it sound like it didn't deserve it and that's not true but um you know like you said you know international film not always um on the periphery of oscar voters when they when they look at their best picture nominations be and a lot of them will cite the fact that there is an international film category although those walls have sort of been broken down like you said with parasite roma for instance have also you know gone that double route with international film nominations and best picture nominees so it's not it's becoming a little bit more common than than it used to be but um you know certainly there you know there are films that you know you think might sneak in, and I, you know I think it's not that I believe that it deserves it, but you know House of Gucci was one of those films that I think a lot of people thought was trending in the direction because it's sort of you know stuck its way into whether it's uh, Critics' Choice or SAG or whatever it may be, where you've gotten the strong acting you know categories. So everybody kind of figured that it was just a shoe in for that, but I guess the Oscar voters ended up not favoring it so much and, and maybe it was you know kind of fool's gold all along right right when you look at best picture i mean obviously there's 10 best pictures um is there any film in that list that that stands out that you think is the clear front runner you know starting off today maybe setting the the, the pace car if you will for oscar voting and and who you think's going to win this uh this best picture category? Uh, well, um, the power of the dog um, got um, nominations for uh, four cast members. Yeah. Uh, plus, plus best director and a lot of, a lot of technical awards. So I think it's probably yeah. the front runner. Um, also Belfast, a uh, bit of a uh, surprise best supporting actress nomination for Judy Dench, though you can argue that uh, <laughs> right. a former, a former winner for a, movie that's uh, high in the running for best picture really shouldn't be a surprise um yeah i think those are probably the two front runners right now yeah you know in, in karen hines obviously uh, best supporting actor as well um so yeah you know i think the power of the dog is probably you know in the leader you know the leader's chair right now but um obviously this is the the season for campaigning and i think uh you're likely going to see a lot of people trying to get behind Dune, especially because of its popularity and because it has what seemed like 20 nominations. I know it didn't have 20 nominations, but it just seemed like it, um, you know, even scoring nominations. I mean, costuming, I guess I can see, but that's not usually, you know, it's not something you necessarily always see in the type of movie that's nominated because there's a lot of dark, you know, shades and colors there. It's not always like something that's conducive to, to costume, especially when you're going up against movies like Cruella, for instance, 
that are you know colorful and vibrant at times but also There's another really, category where house of gucci i'm sure wanted to get in yeah <laughs> kind of ironic that they did not get in house of gucci all you know the, the one the one category that you would kind of expect i guess would be costuming and and no they i mean i i know they weren't completely shut out of nominations but you know they were certainly shut out of of many many you know many areas where they people thought they'd probably score nominations um you know obviously when you're looking at um best director do you have a sort of a favorite in that category uh best director um same as same as with picture campaigning and uh Branagh. yeah um, it seems like it's a you know you you wonder how things could change over the next several weeks here and, and the oscars are march 27th um but yeah it, it does feel like it's not like a dud oscar season because you know there's there's a little bit more certainty i think where you if you don't have power of the dog maybe belfast you know which was an early favorite when it first came out in the fall um before some of the other oscar contenders um you know was there was there a directing surprise maybe that that you you thought would you would see that you didn't see in that category? I, I can't pronounce this name, but the guy from Drive My Car. Okay. Um, was it was a bit of a surprise just because of the whole international flavor to that? Uh, your boy your boy Denny didn't get in. Yeah, Denis Villeneuve uh, did not get in, which doesn't necessarily uh, guarantee that Dune won't win Best Picture, but it kind of seems like it guarantees dune won't have a chance at best picture but you know then again uh the academy certainly showed love for dune um i will probably get the final tally of nominations for dune but um you know and i'm sure it will by far lead the way um but yeah you know villeneuve is a skilled director but in this case i think they there were five other directors that just you know, put out better, you know, better offers this season, you know, over the Oscar season. And even though Dune cleaned up quite a few awards and they'll probably win many of the technical awards, I wasn't surprised that he didn't squeeze in to that category just because there's only five slots. And, and sometimes you just, somebody's got to get squeezed out, especially when you're doing um, 10 best pictures. So not that I believe that they should equal out each other where there should be the same amount of best pictures and best director uh, nominations. But, you know, when you have 10 best pictures and only five best directors, it really, you know, five, at least five people are going to be, you know, squeezed out of that category. And it makes the, I, I think it kind of, I don't know what you think, but, you know, ever since they started going to this sort of, you know, sliding scale where it could be five to 10, I think it takes out some of the guesswork a little bit when you're talking about best director versus best picture. Like with you have, if you have 10 nominations for best picture and only five best director, you kind of, it, it, I don't know. I don't know if it like lets the air out of the balloon a little bit where, you know, there are probably movies now that have just zero, zero chance to win best picture because they don't really coincide with a best director nomination. I don't know if that's how you feel or, but that's kind of how I look at it. Well, two examples in the last decade, Argo and Green Book. Um, that's true. One best picture without best director nominations. Yeah. I think you could argue that uh, Ben Affleck probably deserved a, a nomination for I'll Argo. Say they, well, I saw they, I'll say they both deserve best, best director nominations. Okay. They were going with yeah. the best picture route. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Um, any any final thoughts? Any, you know, anything kind of uh, catch your attention or just uh, any 
any final thoughts on the Oscars? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay. Well, we had some, like I said, I mean, obviously it's too many to tally up for Dune. Uh, I, like I said, you know, earlier flea was sort of interesting getting three nominations, which I mean, that has to be something that's a first for a movie. Um, and like you said, not really an overlapping category. So very impressive performance there. Um, Obviously, the Academy Awards will be on March 27th on ABC. I know we'll be uh, tuning in and, and watching if we uh, if we have a chance to to see who takes home Oscar gold this season. Well, Bob, um, you know I know it's uh, early February. What do you have coming up next week that we'll be discussing on the show? Um, uh, probably uh, Mar um, "Marry Me" okay. for Valentine's Day, and probably. Um, Oh, uh, Death on the Nile. Oh, okay, yeah. Death on the Nile. Um, and, uh, you know, I have um, some things that I, uh, some Best Picture nominees that I'm going to need to get to on uh, streaming. So, Absolutely. Uh, we'll get to some of those next week. All right, Bob. Well, sounds like you got a lot of homework for the week. We'll uh, definitely uh, can't wait to get back with you next week and talk more movies. Thanks for joining us, as always, and uh, happy Oscar season now. Thank you very much. Oh, and I'll be uh, coming to you from uh, Palmyra, PA next week. All right. So Bob's on vacation and coming to us from Pennsylvania. All right, Bob. Well, we definitely appreciate you as always and uh, get to those Oscar movies for us. We need, to, we need to hear your takes. Thank you very much. This is the highlight of my week. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.